Hey there, why the long face? I didn't get the job. What? I thought you were a shoe in for it. No, I don't understand. I just don't seem to be getting anything right these days. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom, and I want to welcome you to, yes, today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Come on and join me on the flip as we get into why things are so tough on you. I'll see you on the flip. There comes a time in everybody's life where there are going to be things that don't go our way, but then there are going to be times when it's a season. And usually that season has a real good reason, whether it is that you are trying things and nothing is working or on the other side, whether you want to try things and you can't get yourself to work. You see, that's the dirty little secret that nobody wants to talk about, that there are just times when you feel like nothing is working no matter what I do. And then there are times when you feel like, I want to get these things working, and no matter what I do, I can't get me to work. And there is a lot of reason for that. Now, in this short time that we have together today, I'm not going to be able to exhaust everything. But what I am going to do is I'm going to try to do my best and best to be right by you and give you some insights and some wisdom smacks on how to shake yourself and move through and maybe even get some understanding. Now, I use the term why, and I don't like to use that term in um, in regards to answering things or investigating things because whys, they send us down a spiral. And But I'm going to use it today, but we're going to be working uh, with, you know, some, some stronger things like what do we, ha- what do we have to do? What do we need to be? to get through this particular season. All right. So I'm going to just say it. There is a reason, a good reason why things are tough on you at this particular time. Yes. And for the most part, the old folks, the sage wisdom people out there would possibly say it's your time to pay your dues. Oh, yes. In this life, it, it, and it doesn't have to be young, old, or other. It can be at any given time. If you are uh, continuing to live and move, you're going to come up against some type of resistance and some type of proving ground. Yes, there is a proving ground that makes you strong. It feels horrible and even downright wretched. But it is a means to help you to continue to grow. Now, maybe you have or maybe you haven't heard of the the famous analogy of someone clipping someone's wings does not help them. And I'll tell you, the reason why things possibly are so tough on you is because wisdom and life in the gentle application of love is in attempting to make you strong for what is coming ahead. There are going to be times when there is no one that can save you, bail you out, let you hold some money, loan you money, give you a job or any of that, or give you even a place to stay. And there is a big old if in the middle of life when it comes to that point. If you give up, you get what you get. But if you willingly get on the field, get in the arena, 
and go through the obstacle course, you will come out for the better of it. Now, I will say this. I say this to you. I say this to me and anybody else who's listening. And that is things eventually get better if you keep going. If you keep going. Now, there are some people that they don't want to keep going. And you get down. And I mean, have you ever had the situation where it was either you or somebody you were observing? And you're like, how in the world did I or they get down this low to this point? And it's because they haven't gotten uncomfortable enough to make a change. And I will say this, that this whole thing of there's a reason why things are so tough on you has to do with, like I said, training and and making you wiser, making you stronger, giving you the experience you need to obtain and to hold and to keep the things that you need to obtain, to hold, and to keep. Oh, yes. So let's talk a little bit about why things are so tough on you right now when it comes to paying your dues and your proving ground, okay? And because we are ever-growing, ever-changing, we are made uh, for change. We really are. The fact that we age and scientists still can't understand why our telomeres, those little things on the ends of our cells fray and cause us to age. They they just can't figure out this whole aging process when to me, Occam's razor seems to apply that says we are energy moving into and out of form. And to me, that's just the regular process of energy flowing. So paying your dues. Paying your dues is couched in um, a lot of heartache, a lot of pain, but a lot of education, knowledge, learning, and wisdom. And there, we've said it many times, there really isn't something for nothing. Yeah, there really isn't. And if you would have anything, you're going to pay for it in one way or another, whether it be with your time, your finances, your health, or whatever. There is a payment that is going to be extracted, not required, taken, honey, taken. And so when it's time to pay your dues, one of the things that I have had to begrudgingly accept and learn from myself is that you just got to get in there and do it because the more you squirm, the more you try to figure out, try to get around it, it just reverberates like a boomerang and comes back and hits you harder. So it's my, you might as well face it head first, go forward. And paying your dues is not going to ever be more than you can bear it if you've, if you've not pushed yourself to the point of it being so big, you know. So it's not going to be more than you can bear if you are not an avoider, an, an, an avoider or in this avoidance tactic. So face it head on, get it going. And I know some of this stuff for some of you are like, oh, I've heard this before, but I do want to just encourage you to continue to understand, yes, I am paying my, my dues. And with regards to paying your dues, sometimes paying your dues is going to take longer than you anticipated, but you have to keep going. We've talked about the concept of grit on this podcast. And grit is that element of keeping your word to yourself to do things even when 
It doesn't seem few, even when it seems futile, it doesn't seem like it's going to pay off, but because you committed to it, even when no one is watching and there seems to be no evidence, um, uh, evidential, Lord, let me slow down. There seems to be no evidence that it will change. You keep doing it. That's part of paying your dues. In in the, the popular gaming sphere, people start learning paying your dues when they start to grind and they just have to do a concept over and over again to uh, to gain loot, to gain a level, a skill, a talent or affinity or whatever you want to call it. And things are tough on us in life because I believe the gaming world shows us a lot about the insights of life that we don't necessarily understand as we should. And that is that there is a proving ground. Oh, yes. Now, in the gaming world, they call it levels. And in life, we just call it, you know, a proving ground where you pay your dues. You're going to eventually have to get on the field and play. Life is really not a spectator sport. And if you are feeling like things are tough on you right now, and you feel like you're doing everything you can, that must mean that you're not you're 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 not done being on the playing field or if you're on the other side and this like i said this one afflicts many of my babies out here and i'm talking to you um with love and complete understanding when you want to be on the field and you can envision all the things you want to do and every time you try to attempt that nothing you, you you don't know how to move forward this is for you too and this proven ground is where you just start with what you can give, but it has to be something of sacrifice. It's been said over and over again that there is a requirement, a toll to be paid and required if you would have anything good in your life. Yes, anything good in your life. And for my folks out there who are suffering from um temporary, because I'm not talking about my clinically depressed, but who are suffering from temporary depression um, that's been uh, induced by ongoing turmoil or struggle and those types of things. Anxiety, panic attacks, can't sleep at night, whether it be wondering how you're going to pay the bills or how you're going to get to work because the gas in the car is not there or whatever it is. I want you to understand Listen to me real quick. I want you to understand that when you seek, you will find. Listen to me. When you seek, you will find. That is the magic of the proving ground. One of the things that it took me for, it seems like forever to understand that when I was cast into this arena of uh, play, meaning I had I had to come with it. Um, I had to start to realize that when everything was cut off, I couldn't go put it, you know, um, uh, put it here for somebody else to do it. I couldn't talk my way out of it, think my way out of it, pay my way out of it, beg my way. I couldn't. And I had to deal with it. I had to remember things that my grandmother had told me a long time ago. When you need an answer, you need to start seeking because those who seek will find their answer. even. When everybody tells you no, 
even when everybody ostracizes you, even when it looks like you are going to have an ultimate failure, if you seek, you will find. And what do we mean by that? Um, There is this thing in the uh, alchemist uh, training that talks about going into the deep. Uh, Martin Luther, the great um, reformationist, uh, the the reason why we are not all Catholic today. He had it. Now his term for it was the Umfektugen. I know I'm probably butchering that, my my Germany uh, listeners. I see y'all. <laughs> but here in um, the United States, we, we, we know it as the dark night of the soul. And why things are so tough on us is because each one of us will come ultimately to this dark night of the soul. And some of us will come to it more than once. Oh, yes. Um, But with this dark night of the soul, it is when nothing is going right and you have got to face yourself in the most unflattering way possible. When you have got to see all the devil men within you, when you have got to see all the things that you did wrong, and this is not a put down, this is just the real, real. You're looking at yourself head on and you've got to deal with it, interact with it, understand it. And guess what? You got to embrace it and move forward. This is when you're truly in the proving ground and you are in what we call going into the deep. Now, stay with me on this. There is a season. It might be short. It might be long. But when nothing seems to be going right or when it's hard for you to make yourself do all the stuff that you want to do and you know you need to do, you may be having an unfectugan, a dark night of the soul, or it might not be as severe, but yet and still you got to pay your dues and you are on the proving ground. And these are the things that I'm going to tell you. Seek. Get out there with an expectation of finding the resources, the help, the answer, the avenue, the way to do something. Because when you have an expectation to seek out something, you find it, period. And you don't give up until you find it. All right. And with this quote unquote dark night of the soul going into the depths, this is where you start to uh, make a way for yourself. There have been many times where people are like, I look back and I'm like, I don't know how I made it out of that. But what has happened is the magical um, moment in life when our creative spirit springs forward and allows us to make that way out of no way. Now, I'm going to say this. It's not necessarily you doing all of it. Oh, no. There can be unseen forces. There can be forces of benevolence. (laughs) There can be forces that were put into action that you'll never know about to help you to get to that point at that time to have that way made. Uh, A lot of times people will even talk about it as the nick of time. In the nick of time. I happen to be here. They happen to be there. I happen to uh, be able to supply them with something. They were ready and it all worked out. And it goes back to seeking and finding and having an expectation. Another thing we've talked about on this uh, podcast before is that What you usually expect is what you usually get. So in these times and in these seasons, I want you to expect 
that you're going to prevail, that you're going to make it, that you're going to thrive, succeed, rebound, whatever it is. Because what goes up must come down and what is down can go up. And that brings me to going down before you go up. Have you ever watched an athlete, like a, a, a jumper or someone who is about to engage like a skier? Isn't it funny that if you watch them, when they are starting, they've been down low? Yeah, they bend their knees or for uh, sprinters, they even get low to the ground. And why is that? When uh, people have uh, talked to them about performance and things, some of the ultra athletes are, have even talked about finding your center of gravity, uh, getting low uh, to be aerodynamically um, uh, uh, better, better positioned, uh, giving your, your muscles time to get set to give you as, the most power that you need. And I was like, it's something. I, I mean, I've watched uh, people, you hear me watch them because I didn't try to do it, but um, do box jumps where they will jump up, up high. And a lot of times, these people, not a lot of times, all the time that I've seen, they don't just stand straight and then jump up. They don't start from where they are at their best moment. They go down. They bend their knees. They get low so they can gain the power. Um, that's needed to propel them higher. And so why things are tough on you right now is because you're in that squatted position. Don't believe that that is the position of your life. That is a, this is a preparation position for you to be able to understand that I'm going higher. I'm getting up there. And I will say this, that a lot of times when we're in this position, it seems like everything is hidden from us. Uh, we are in the darkness. We're in the depths. But I'm going to tell you, when you're in this position, you're in the womb of the great all. You're in the gestation period. You're in the ground with the seed that's struggling to break forth and break out of its shell. You are in the bottom. If you're thinking, you know, spiritually, and we look at the quote unquote cross and the cross is, you know, if you stand up, you hold your arms out and your legs together, you're basically a cross, right? And you feel like you are under it. You are in the ground beneath it. Guess what? This is giving you the power. Oh, yes. The power that you need to propel and to get higher and to get um, farther. Right. And this is something that I had to learn because I don't know. But my my blindness, my darkness, I, I was just wallowing in it. And I was like, I guess this is just my new existence. It is not. No, it is not. It is not, people, because it is counterintuitive to the wisdom of the fact that we are light beings. We are energy beings. And when I say light and energy, I am talking about that electromagnetic frequency vibration power that we are. I am not talking about woo-woos. I'm talking about real reals. I am talking about the fact that we are a walking embodiment of a powerful battery, 
a powerful battery that is able to create and destroy and create and destroy, grow and change, morph, evolve. We are that powerful. And when we are in those times when things are so tough on us, it is because we are paying our dues, meaning we are uh, doing what is required. Or for some of us, we are learning the new skill, the new requirement of what's going to be needful if we are to progress. Because if we don't, if we stop and we stand still and we believe that that is our new existence, guess what? We are dying. Yes. So. Bible even talks about count it all joy when divers temptations come to try you. And that means when divers, different temptations come to try you, hardships, nothing goes right for you. You should be rejoiceful because you're in that preparatory squat to jump higher, to go further, to go higher, to achieve some of the things that you might have asked for, prayed for, thought about, wished, designed that you've even forgotten. And that leads me to another thing that I, I wanted to say. There is this, this famous graph, and I wish I could give the name. I spent too much time looking for it. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell them instead of trying to, you know, waste time looking for it. But there is this graph where on uh, one end you put um, memory and on the other end you put manifestation. And what it show, and then uh, so like, and there's time between it. So one of the things that uh, this graph illustrates is that we tend to forget in our memory what we have asked for by the time it shows up. And, and you can use this when you're looking at success. You can use this when you're looking at man, uh, uh, making things, doing things. Like, for instance, um, Walt Disney. Walt Disney had this this belief in this in this idea way back in the 1930s of what we're experiencing in the 2020s but that was so long ago that sometimes people will go back and look at his archives and they'll be like oh okay he did say that he, we wanted this and this was going to happen and, and all of this and people call him a man before his time or whatever but he still was powerful enough to put it in action that even when he was no longer physically or corporeally here, his uh, memories, his thing, his, his, his proving ground, the way making that he made is still going forward in perpetuity, I guess, with a little bit of immortality for good measure. And so always remember that when things are tough on you, you should really be getting happy. And you should be getting happy because you're paying dues. You're in the proven ground. You're in that grinding stage. Unless, unless you just give up, fall out and be like, I guess this is my new home. Don't do that because that means that you're dying. When it's dark, when you don't see what is happening, remember this, to be a seeker. Because if you seek, you will find and upgrade your expectations. When it seems like all hell is breaking loose, when nothing is going right, when they're the wolves at the door, beating it down, saying, we want you and everything you've got. Understand that you need to be getting excited and upgrading your expectation. Dare to believe the what you would think is impossible in your squat because it becomes possible when you take off. When you do it. And that brings me to this next thing is recognizing when you've been dormant for too long, 
life will force you to start taking action because life loves you. You know, this is a blessing to be here. This is a blessing to uh, live every day and have so many people affected by what you do, whether you realize it or not. We're all connected in a, in a huge network. You know, we are the human race. And so when you get up, when you take a breath, open your eyes and you're conscious in your right state of mind, you are able to move, whether it be with no pain or a little bit of pain. That means you've been granted a special dispensation for the day to guess what? To live. Yes, to live. And so take advantage of that because there is a big old death advisor over your left shoulder reminding you that there is an inevitability. Yes, there is one. That the only way you get out of this particular game is through death. Oh, yes. So take advantage of this, understanding that this is life giving you a nudge that says you've been you've been still too long. Death ain't come for you yet. You woke up this morning or whenever you woke up and you can breathe. Yes, you can do this. You can come out of it. We are so powerful that I believe sometimes we fall into slumber and because we have the power to stop, we think that the stopping that we've done has been something that's been enacted on us. Over and over again, we have so many stories of people who overcame un- crazy obstacles to, to be able to do what they needed to do. And one of the things that a lot of them say is, I just kept believing. I just kept walking. I just kept doing. I just kept moving. I just kept, I just kept seeking. All right. So this one is for all my, 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 my listeners out there. They're saying it's the holiday season and things are really tight. Things are tough on me. Thing, I, I don't know how I'm going to do what I need to for my kids and for my family and for people who are expecting things. I don't know how I'm going to make it through the elements or the or the this or the that. I can't tell you specifically one, two, three, go here, do that, talk to this person or whatever. But I can tell you that if you understand that this is just your time to pay dues, this is your proven ground and that things If you keep hoping, keep believing, keep moving, things usually turn out for your good. They do. Yes, they they really do. It's when you give up hope, you you give up seeking, expecting uh, that it's going to get better, that they get worse. You can have your Neo moment when you put your hand up and you say enough. And no, I'm not, not going any further down this rabbit hole. I'm ready to jump. And you take the leap. You take what it needs to, to, you know, take. I will say this might be a little controversial, but a lot of times, just like Buddha said, a lot of times our suffering is around things, around possessions, around the lusty desires for more of that, which we covet and we love and we think we need. When we don't. And in this proven ground, as I'm wrapping this up for today, the reason why things are so tough on you might be because you are smothering under the heft and the weight of your belongings, your your needs, uh, things that you think you need, that it's time to prune them and it's time to let them go so that you can 
actually get more stuff because life doesn't want to be mean to you. Life doesn't want to say, oh, you need to go and live in this uh, five by five little box, sleep on the floor, uh, you know, use the bathroom, you know, in the kitchen, (laughs) you know, life is not trying to be mean like that. But life is trying to say, hey, there is a reason why things are tough on you, it is because it's time for an upgrade. You are moving sluggishly because you're encumbered by too much stuff that you no longer need to be doing, or you're in a place you've outgrown. You're actually uh, in a transition for the things that you said you wanted. Remember Walt Disney? You're in um, a time when it's time for you to move forward and you to progress because you are the one who set this in motion when you planned it, when you dreamed about it, when you wanted it. You know, there's another saying that, you know, I've heard you have a right to your desires, but you have to work for your means. You have a right to desire whatever you want. But when you want to make it real, you got to work for it. And sometimes it's going to feel painful. It's going to feel like you're losing, but you're actually winning. Think about it. Take a quick inventory of the root of the things that you might be lamenting over. Now, if it's food and shelter and your basic necessities, I totally get that. I do. And if it looks like you're about to lose that kind of stuff, it's time to make a leap of faith and get out there, get moving, do things that you've only entertained in your dreams. Or if you are stuck and stymied, shake yourself off and understand Any movement is good movement. If you can't do anything but pick up a phone, if you have access to a phone and call someone and say, I'm willing to do X, Y, or Z. If you're willing to hang up a shingle and say, you know, I can do this for you or whatever it is, make a movement forward because things are tough on you because it is your season to pay your dues, to have your proven ground, to start seeking and finding, to update your expectations and understand that you're in the preparation to make a huge leap. You got to go down before you go up. Now, guess what? Yes, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another podcast of Wisdom Smack. I love you dearly, loves. Thank you for writing in and asking me to to deal with that that person. And uh, thank you for supporting the show. I appreciate that. And to support the show, check the show notes. And you can always use our Amazon link at michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ for all your Amazon shopping needs. And for those who have donated via Cash App, Venmo, and PayPal donations, I appreciate you and love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to see y'all tomorrow. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.